Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You sound so clear and wonderful over there. Yeah, it sounds very well here, too. From <laughs> so tell us about Romania, because like I said, I've never been there. I, I hope one day to actually go. Tell us about Romania, what I will see if I come there and how beautiful a country it is. Well, first of all, it's the land of Dracula, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful country and... Um... Everybody that uh, would like to come and visit, I'm very sure that they would be um, very surprised of how uh, good things look here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it seems like whenever they like to show Romania or some of the European countries, only England, they show the good parts in France and Italy. They don't never show the good parts of Romania. <laughs> well, and I'm they, pretty sure they are beautiful spots. It's a, Yeah. Well, there is a YouTube video called... Uh, uh, the world without uh, Romania, a world mm-hmm. without Romania. If you check that video out, it's like 10 minutes long, I think. You would see so many things about this country that probably nobody knew. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm about to do my particulars real quick that we're going to get to you, okay? Hello. Okay. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for you to download and start your own podcast career. I host Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. As you can hear by the moniker, I rap, I do music. So check out my porn, listen to my music. I got a new song out right now called BCB Bebop. You can check out right now on Spotify and everywhere else. And also follow me on social media. All you have to do is go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find me. We are also sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile and interact with kinky people like yourself and find events in your area where you can indulge in your side of the lifestyle. Also, we are a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast community. That's right. You can go over to the shop, gwdistrict.com, right now and listen to me and 15 other great podcasts that are Black-owned. And while you're there, go ahead and shop and get products, health, beauty, fashion, jewelry, you name it, they got it, from over a 1,000 Black sellers. So support Black businesses, buy Black-owned Build the black economy so we can build generational wealth. So I'm about to shut up and sit back and let this beautiful lady introduce herself. Go ahead, ma'am. Hi there. This is uh, Mia Sweetheart, and um, I'm doing my first interview with uh, you. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, hopefully it's not going to be the last one. Oh, no, I really doubt. I, I hope to bring you back because I would love to know more about Europe and, you know, experiences over there and everything. So no. so you have been in the dope film industry for how long? Um, I've been uh, doing uh, like since 2016, I think. Yeah, 2016, it was when I first shoot for XL Girls that uh, mm-hmm. belongs to Scotland. 
and mm. uh, from there I can start doing um, working with other uh, producers and uh, then I end up doing my own content as well mm-hmm. because you know it's nice to work with the very known big companies and uh, I I was lucky enough to work with uh, Scoreland at the beginning and then so many people you know heard about me through them mm-hmm. and um, slowly I start doing it on my own mm-hmm. a bit as well you know like almost everybody right now. <laughs> so, Scoreland, which I don't know if you had known this, was very big over here, actually worldwide. Uh, I actually grew up on Scoreland. I remember ladies like Gianna, Michael, uh, Lindsay McKenzie, and um, Mika was some of the ladies that was on there. So you actually were on a magazine that featured many legends. Did you know that prior to you shooting with them? Yes, yes, yes. I uh, I uh, knew about them, and um, I really liked the way that uh, their content looked like, and it always looked so classy and uh, sexy and uh, really interesting. And um, the first time that I was on camera, like live on uh, a website, somebody told me, oh, you should work with Scorland. And at that point, I did not know in 2013, I did not know too much about it. And when Mm. I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. How (laughs) are you going to, you know, be interested in someone from Romania? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, believe me, they actually tap into the European market very heavily. A lot of girls Mm. in Europe have shot for them. Um. As well as uh, I think Jug Jug Jugmasters <laughs> was one of the other ones that is very well known in Europe. Um, what got you into the business? Um, what made you decide I wanted to do and try my hand in the adult film industry? Well, it started as uh, my best friend wanted to try webcaming. She was like, "I don't want to do this alone, so you have to come with me to a studio and we'll do it together." And I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. I was working at that time, just finished school. So I was like really just trying to support my friend. Mm -hmm. uh, A week into this job, um, she said, look, this I can't do. It's not for me. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, but I kind of like it. So I'm going to stick Mm -hmm. around for a while. And... um, Mm -hmm. Here I am almost eight years later. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So you said y'all went to a studio to do it. Now, most people, they do the webcamming from home. How is mm-hmm. it different from working in a studio versus from webcamming from the crib? Well, first of all, uh, since I'm working for the studio, I have a legit work contract. I'm paying my taxes through them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, everything is like, super legal mm-hmm. um, the moment that you work from home you have to take care of all this on your own like yeah. to, to do all this paperwork and everything so I'm a bit of a lazy person and I think yeah. <laughs> yes keep studio, up with that, that paperwork is, is, is a pain in the ass trust me I know yeah 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 but uh, working like this for me it's just and I need I need to have a schedule because mm-hmm. 
like I said, I'm a lazy person. And if I would work for home, from home, maybe I wouldn't be as much online. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't, you know, make so much content or I don't know, stuff like that. And I love, um, I love my little group at work with my friends with mm-hmm. it's just I worked from home for like four months last year when all this pandemic started mm-hmm. and uh, after four months I was like nope I can't do this anymore I need to go back <laughs> it's uh it's different when you're with your colleagues and at one point you know you're online and then you are like oh let's have a 20 minutes break all together and we're just gonna sit and chat for a bit and Mm-hmm. back online so it's it's a bit of um you know a little community that we have so basically so which is interesting with that because i noticed that the european community is very more close-knit in the adult film industry than that of america can you speak to that well i don't know how it is in america to be honest <laughs> but uh here uh, we always try to help each other and uh, work with each other as much as we can you know, that's how I met my uh, my uh, one of my best friends, Roxanne Miller, um, through uh, somebody that uh, a member online knew her. And I asked him if he could introduce me to her because she's a photographer as well. And she mm-hmm. took some pictures of m- me and then we just became friends since, mm-hmm. I don't know, 2015, I think it was. Okay. And how is it like working with someone that you're a partner versus working with someone new all the time? Um, I, I don't know. Working with someone new, it's not that easy because uh, you don't know how the other person is working, is it? And how they're, they're doing. Like if I want to shoot some content with a new girl, it's kind of hard because she, I don't know how she is. But mm-hmm. if you look at the content that I make with Roxanne Miller, we're like a really smooth mechanism that, you know, complements each other and we just make it work smoothly. I don't know oh. if it makes sense. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense because when you work with someone on a regular basis, you develop chemistry and camaraderie as well exactly. as you practice. You know, period. Now, I talked to another lady about this, how important it is, especially in Europe, for y'all to express your boundaries, your do's and don'ts before you do shoots. Oh, it's like um, the when you shoot with a producer, the first thing is that they ask you what's your limit and you mm-hmm. tell them, I'm I'm okay with doing this, 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 but I'm not okay with you doing this. And it's like 100% they will listen and they will um, do exactly what you ask them to do. Uh, I worked with um, Cellian, like from mm-hmm. XX Cell. Yeah. And um, he asked if he's allowed to touch my boobs. And I told him no, because I'm not really comfortable with that. And mm-hmm. he was like 100% so cool about it. And we worked together and it was such a fun shoot and we actually uh, became friends and we're mm-hmm. sometimes chatting and hey how are you and so it mm-hmm. was so cool that he asked you know mm-hmm. I said no and it was just so good that's beautiful that is beautiful yeah. Yeah. so 
So, um, over here, we do content exchange. Y'all do content exchange as well. And I see with y'all, y'all really make it a point to do content trade. How is important is content trade for the market over there in Europe? Well, I think uh, people uh, love to see combination of, uh, you know, models and uh, see who you're working with next. And sometimes uh, members do come and say, could you do a video with this person and I'll pay for it and so sometimes people do come and ask you what they want and who mm -hmm. they want you to work with and if you can work with that person then you'll do it mm -hmm. okay no doubt so what constitutes you to say no to working with a person um, I don't know it's just I have my limitations and if mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable with something, I have to say it, you know, in the beginning. Like, if I can't do something, I'll totally say it. And mm -hmm. we get to a middle ground. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, I always speak my mind and I always say what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. That's good. That's good. So, now, in the adult film business, we all know that there's always the pressure of boy-girl. Okay. Yes. Now we now we had talked about this prior to this that you do not do boy girl. Please yeah. explain to the fans why you don't do boy girl and has it hurt your money or hurt your career in any way, shape, form, or fashion? Uh I don't do boy girl because I just don't think it suits me. I think uh, everybody does whatever they think it's uh you know the best for them. And I really, really appreciate all the models out there that are doing it and they make beautiful content and it looks so, so good. I just mm -hmm. don't feel like it's for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I don't know. It's just not me. Um, mm. I have people <laughs> asking me all the time, like, oh, why don't you do or when will we see? It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. And probably it did affect uh, in some way uh, some of my business maybe I lost contracts because I didn't want to do boy mm -hmm. girl uh, but uh, it's fine by me I mean mm -hmm. I have my limitations and whoever wants to work with me with you know my limits then it's okay if you don't want to work it's okay as well I mm -hmm. don't keep grudge on, <laughs> on anyone you know yeah it's, no I Oh yeah, because a lot of times girls get pressured into it, and then when they do it, bad about it. Um, and I see that you actually work with people. That do you get pressured for that? It, 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 and, and how heavy is the pressure? It's not. It's not a pressure at all. I mean, yeah. producers will ask you, "Would you like to, or can you do boy girl?" And if you say no then that's it. Nobody will force you into it. Nobody will try to mm. make you change your mind. Uh, if you say no, usually people understand what no means without mm -hmm. going further and further and trying to to make you do something that you don't really want to do. Uh, yes, because that's very important. Because sometimes, not saying that Every producer does that. Some producers try to try to convince the girl into it. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer that you do what you feel comfortable in, or you don't do what you don't normally do in your sex life. That's just my opinion, you know, period. So with that being Uh, I lost you a little bit there. Hey. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were we? Um, I was saying what since you don't do boy girl, yeah. what content do you produce and how do you come up with the ideas to make a variety and different type of content? Well, a lot of my contest content is uh based on just big boobs, big ass. Uh, mm-hmm. You would be surprised, but guys go more for my ass than my boobs. I mean, yeah. I sell more content regarding my ass than my boobs. Uh, I do a little bit of like fetish, like face sitting type of mm-hmm. videos. Uh, mm-hmm ass worship and things like that mm-hmm. and um, I think it's just um, I usually do whatever I see that people want like if mm-hmm. I make a video now and it's on ass worship and it sells that means that guys really enjoy it and I should focus a bit on that kind mm-hmm. of subject and mm-hmm. so on like or whatever I have guys that come in private on live chat and mm-hmm. they say oh I want to you to do this this and then I think oh you know what that's a like nice idea for a video yeah so do you do customs uh yes yes so what's the wildest custom that you got requests for oh dear <laughs> um I don't know there are so many <laughs> yeah. um eating like to sit and eat a whole meal. Um, for me, it was kind of hard mm-hmm. because if if you know you have to finish eating something a lot, like that's a lot, you feel like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I think on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Roxanne uh, Miller a video with um, birthday cakes where mm-hmm. it's going to be splashed all over us. <laughs> oh, okay. So y'all doing food porn? Um, yeah, a little bit. Do, do you think that you not doing Boy Girl makes the other videos more interesting and make you have to be more creative? I think I do have to be more creative because I don't do boy girl. Um, mm-hmm. Because so many of them expect me to do it. I have to always come up with uh, ideas to attract guys, even if I'm not doing mm-hmm. boy girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's kind of like, like I tell females, if if you don't do boy girl, that means you got to make the other stuff so good that they don't care. Exactly. And, and, yeah, so, and I see that you actually accomplished that. Um, 
I would like for you to speak on the fact that you make sure to always look your best. You make yourself look as a sex symbol. Can you speak to the importance of that, especially in the European market when it comes I, to image books? It's, it's a funny because until I started doing cam, I never put makeup on. Yeah. But since I've been on cam, I've never in my life been, not even for two seconds, live on cam without being mm-hmm. with makeup on and, you know, a nice outfit and trying to take care of how I look head to toes. Mm-hmm. Not even just me, but my surrounding. Like I want my room to always look clean and neat and not look, I don't know, sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'll be seeing, because I'll be liking the outfit you be wearing. I, I'm not even going to front on that. Um, I think especially the short dresses, because I'm a guy that loves the girls that wear like the form-fitting dresses with the heels. Mm. And I'll be seeing with that. I also see that you do a lot of stocking fetish. Um, mm. What are some of the fetishes over in Europe that are popular versus over here in America? Well, most of my members are Americans. So uh, I understand more what's going on in America than in Europe. <laughs> but I do have um, somebody from Sweden mm-hmm. who is always buying me bras and panties, like matching sets, just mm-hmm. because he likes to see uh, me wearing that kind of like sets and super sexy. But then mm-hmm. I have someone from America that is uh, buying me all sorts of like fishnets and a lot of stockings and pantyhose. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's it's kind of the same Europe and USA when it mm-hmm. comes to outfits. And I think just guys like to see a big girl dressed in a light, tight, cute outfit. Yeah, we do actually. And, and, and that's coming from the BBWs. Now... When it comes to the BBWs in the porn industry in Europe, how is the, the atmosphere for BBWs in the porn industry over there? Well, I think um, American uh, women are the ones that opened the doors for BBWs in, um, in uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. I think uh, American girls are the ones who had more confidence of uh, just showing their bodies and, uh, you know, saying it's okay if you're big to still be sexy and Mm -hmm. uh, they kind of open it up for uh, Europeans as well because here most men have the mentality that a girl is sexy if he's skinny Mm -hmm. and um, then American girls start showing on webcam being BBWs and still look amazing Mm-hmm. So, American girls kind of opened the door for us in Europe as well. Ah, see, so you heard that, ladies. The, the ladies in Europe got respect for you, ladies over here. <laughs> oh, very much, very much. There are so many amazing content creators in America. With they have amazing imagination and they make the coolest stuff. So it's most of your fan base basically based in America, am I correct? Yeah, 
Yes. Does that kind of shock you that you have more of a fan base in America than you do Europe? No. Why is that? Like I said, uh, guys in USA are uh, more into BBW mm-hmm. than um, European guys. Uh, so, so you be making that U.S. money. <laughs> <laughs> you be getting that We're U.S. Making money it all over. No doubt. So now. When it comes to the dating life, um, do you find it? Well, I mean, I, I never asked you about your dating life. What misconception do you run into being a sex worker, especially over in Europe? Well, if you're dating like a Romanian guy and he wants to take you home to present you to his mother, you could never say you're in the porn industry. Mm-hmm. The mother Ooh. would not accept that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, guys are pretty open-minded right now, and they're not that uh, freaked out about the fact that you're in the porn industry. Most of them, mm-hmm. they would be, you know, proud that their girl are doing it, and they're, you know, dating mm-hmm. someone that so many guys want. Mm, that's that's good to know. So. With that being said, um, what other misconceptions do you run into out with, other than the dating side of things? I've been um, in a relationship for a few years now, so I don't know how the dating uh, market <laughs> is. Well, what I mean, like from your fans, like what's some of the misconceptions you ran into with your fans? Well, I actually had someone that was I thought that he was a friend. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he wrote to me one evening and said, hey, how are you? And I said, well, I'm kind of tired. And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, for uh, fucking all day. And I was like, I do more than just that on camera, you know? And mm-hmm. then he's like, oh, yeah, and dance too. And I got really mm-hmm. upset because... I was always talking to him and whenever he had a problem, I was there to listen to him mm-hmm. and try to give an advice. And then he just kind of threw in my face that I'm just doing sex and dance mm-hmm. on camera. Although he forgot the many times that I was his therapist. Mm-hmm. See, I think that the problem is, is because we do sex work, they don't think that we are smart, we're human, we have lives and we have feelings, mm-hmm. you know, period. I kind of noticed that too. I always get the argument question is what's the difference between me fucking a girl on camera, me fucking my wife. And I'm like, it's my wife. Common exactly. sense. <laughs> you know, period. And so because they do ex- think that y'all single and they do think that y'all fuck all the time, you know, but y'all really don't. Can you speak to that? Yes. About outside of the adult film industry. Uh. A cam girl is so much more than just a cam girl. So much more than a girl with no brain that is showing her boobs because that's the conception, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, she doesn't know what to do, but show her boobs. A girl who makes it in this industry is a smart girl. The girls who work hard, who put their heart and soul into this work, will always make it. We are smart and we are hardworking girls 
And some of these guys don't really see it and they think we're just, you know, bimbos. Yes, because they don't realize the time going into promoting. Um, because just taking the pictures and doing the videos is not enough. You got to promote. You got to find platforms to to put it on. What are some of the platforms that you use that was good for you doing this business? Well, I have to say that many feeds was really really good for me. Mm-hmm. The from the moment I made the profile and I uploaded my first videos, it just worked. I was so surprised on how I was doing since it's full of so many beautiful models there. Mm -hmm. And and which site is this? And which site was this one? Uh, This is manybeats.com where you can sell your videos but you can be live on camera as well. Mm-hmm. And do you also have an OnlyFans? Uh, what do. other sites do you? What other sites do you have? I have an OnlyFans page as well, just since last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work on uh, campsites. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of all I'm doing, like mm-hmm. content creating and being live on camera five days a week. Oh, that's interesting. So, which site do you feel was the be- is the best one? Like, if you had to tell a girl this is the site you should go to to start your career, which one would you say and why? Uh, I would say streammate.com. Okay. It's the best site to start camming on. Uh, it has really great members. It, uh, the platform is super easy to use when you're at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, I don't know, friendly. It's mm-hmm. Even though they take a bigger percentage than other sites, it's the best site to start. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. So with that being said, which... Tell us the difference between doing a cam show and doing and shooting content. And which is better and more fun? (laughs) Doing live shows, it's fun because you are having with who to interact. Most Mm -hmm. of the guys like to on their cameras and you get to see the person you're doing a private with. So it's always fun to have someone to interact with. But I enjoy doing videos as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, most definitely. So, um, do you do solo content like with dildos? If I do a solo content, yeah, I, I mean, do, do you do yeah. so? Oh, you do okay, then okay, then. So, how do you come up with the different scenarios for your solo content so they wouldn't be so repetitious? <sighs> It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Like right now I have over 600 videos on many beats. Mm -hmm. And um, trust me, it's really hard. And what is your favorite toy? Uh, My magic wand. Your magic wand. Oh my goodness. So what was the wildest solo video that you did and your favorite? I have one video where I stuck a dildo to the wall mm-hmm. and uh, I was like doggy 
in that position and trying to fix the camera to film myself really good, like the angle to be all right. But mm-hmm. it came out so good. Like yeah. with the dildo on the wall, it looked mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> and then, um, like I said, it's now also speak to the fact that you, because you said you have a boyfriend, you've been in a relationship for a couple of years. Mm. And a lot of females feel they can't find love when, when they do adult film. Can you speak to the fact that you have found love and you have a supportive mate and how that helps with your creativity and success in this business? I think it's so important to have someone that supports you no matter what. And, um, my boyfriend is such a rock and he's always supporting me and he says whatever you want to do and you feel it's right for you you should do it mm-hmm. and he's always helping and he's always there for me when I need the advice or a, I don't know just someone to talk to to mm-hmm. vent out <laughs> sometimes <laughs> he's helping me with videos and like ideas and so it's cool oh, no doubt. so are you into the bdsm lifestyle <sighs> i know all about it because i have a very good friend who's a real lifetime dominatrix mm-hmm. but um i don't feel like it's something that i could do all the time oh, i do some fetishes like little stuff but uh, not too too into it because now, I don't think it's it it suits me. You know, I'm mm. a sweetheart. <laughs> oh yeah, not 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 everybody. Well, it it depends on which side of the fence you is. Some are subs, some are are doms. Um, but like I said, it's, it the, the lifestyles you got to actually be into it and in tune with it to get into it. Mm. Um. Mm. Period. I just like to think of myself that I'm just the girl next door and that's it. Yes, but now you ain't the girl next door. You the sexy girl next door. Let's make that clear, <laughs> shall we? Let's make that very clear. Most definitely. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think whatever I could ask you right about. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just a good interview. Oh, um, thank you. It's fun. No doubt. So, of course, you were shot for WSL score, and I see you made the point to keep that same professional look that you that, that you presented with them into your own material. Mm-hmm. How important was it for you to do that, and when did you decide, hey, I need to keep this, this professional look? I have to say that if it wasn't for the photographer that I worked with, his name is Michael B. Kruger, um, shout out to Michael B. Kruger. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. He's he's an amazing photographer. But it was the first time that I was doing a shoot, and um, he made me feel so comfortable because let's be honest, he was a mm-hmm. man, and I was just getting naked in front of him, mm-hmm. and it was the first time that I was doing all this, and he made me feel so comfortable that I thought this is so cool. Mm -hmm. So I learned from him and from his assistant how important it is how to make your videos look nice and classy and sexy. 
you know, not look trashy at all. Mm-hmm. And two, being in this business, how has it helped your confidence as a BBW? <laughs> you love. When I first came on camera, my mm-hmm. very first day, I owned the camera and this is what I said to myself. Who the fuck will pay me to get this? <laughs> Surprise yourself, didn't you? Very. Because in that day, I made like $60, which is not, you know, that big of amount. But to mm-hmm. me, it was the most money I thought I will make just getting naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when I started, I was just thinking that I'm short and fat and ugly. Mm-hmm. And um, now my confidence is totally different. Yeah, I'm pretty sure through the roof because it's nothing more com- make a woman more confident that guys is paying to see her naked. Not not just pay to see you naked, but the way they come and say you're like, oh my god, you're so beautiful, or mm-hmm. I love the way you look, I love your curves, and so they, the way they talk to you, they make mm-hmm. you confident. Yes, because because people don't realize because it was funny as I talked to many BBWs, they didn't realize how much money. BBW's made in this industry. In actuality, they make as, as much money, if not more money, than these skinnier girls. <laughs> and, and they're just being honest. Um, because even when you look at the girls that say the only fans that they're 1.5%, 1.6%, they, what the girls don't get is that these girls are actually celebrities that had a strong fan base walking into OnlyFans. If you look at the girls that are just coming into it, or they don't have that kind of fan base, trust me, the BBW's is outdoing them. Yeah. Did, mm-hmm. did you ever hear anything like negative saying that BBWs would not make money before you got in the business? No, no. But mm-hmm. when I started BBWs, um, I don't think it was that big of a deal on camera anyway. Mm-hmm. I know um, Samantha Anderson was very big and everybody was really into her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maria Moore. Mm-hmm. They are like legends, amazing, amazing. Yes, women. which I want, which I wanted to ask you, what are some of the European girls that you looked at that inspired you? Um, I love Maya Magic. Mm-hmm. I even yes. worked with her. Mm-hmm. She's a, a German uh, model and content creator, and she's a producer as well. She mm. has uh, the most amazing girls working for her, like with the hugest boobs you would ever see. <laughs> but uh, one, she's one of the European models that I enjoy talking to, I enjoy working with. She, she was amazing mm. when I met her the first time. Mm. It was so how was it important to get mentorship in the game and how did it help you moving forward? It's important to have friends. It's important to m- m- make friends and uh, always uh, leave a good impression to everyone because mm-hmm. you never know when you need the help again and you have someone to ask for help. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So I see that you do a lot of girl, girl. Um, 
are you bisexual? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh, so you not so so what girl girl videos do you do? It's a soft uh, girl girl. We uh, play with each other's boobs. We suck on each other's boobs. We play with toys with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels really good. And I did not thought that I would feel so good with a girl. Sure. But here I am. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you heading towards bisexualism. <laughs> I I don't mind. <laughs> this is the right girl. Why not? Yeah, because uh, and I'm a girl who loves a girl with a nice big ass. So. Well, that makes sense because you got a big ass. I know, but I like really love girls with nice ass. I mean, I look at them on the street. Ooh. I'm like, oh, look at that girl's ass. <laughs> yeah. So what ladies would you love to work with in the future that may be, let, let's say, in America? That you've been looking um, at? I would, I, would work with her. I would totally love to work with Sophia Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's the queen right now. She's so beautiful and she's so nice because we've talked a few times. We were mm. supposed to meet at one point in Italy, but something happened and I couldn't travel at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's amazing and she's such a nice person altogether. Oh, okay. And there any companies that over here that you would love to work with? Um, For sure they are, but I did work with Plumper Pass. Yes, I saw that. Yes. Was so I worked with, with, work with Score, I worked with Plumper Pass and uh, two of the big companies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, I see. Again, I worked in Europe uh, with Melon Juggler, who's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's uh, He always comes up with the coolest um scenarios for videos mm-hmm. and uh, it's just nice like and he's what, a really cool person so what, what what video did you do with with, with melon juggler uh, melon juggler is the one that actually um comes up with all these really fun ideas and he likes to i don't know he's not always concentrating only on like let's fuck with the dildo but he likes to have a story to it yeah and i love that yes i worked with him with uh, roxanne miller mm-hmm. we did solo content for him and together and it's always fun oh see that's why i say because it's interesting because you actually came in the game working with heavyweights um <laughs> As you're just coming in the game and you were just doing your own thing per se. And that's that's major, you know, period. Um, so with that being said, like I said, I really enjoyed this interview. I swear I did. This is beautiful. Me too. Um, no doubt. So please tell everybody where they can find your materials and what you got going on and what you have coming up. Well, everybody can follow my Twitter. At SweetCarmia29, and they can see everything I'm doing, where they can find my videos, where they can see me live on cam. Um, mm-hmm. And for now, I'm concentrating a lot on just working for myself mm-hmm. and um, come up with really good content. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's two questions I did forget to ask. Okay. One, 
Um, how did you come up with your name? Funny story, I didn't. <laughs> so who gave you the um, name? Mia Sweetheart is my stage name, clearly. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, when I went to the interview to the studio, my boss, she was uh, giving it the interview. And then mm-hmm. she said, okay, I'll see you girls in one week. And I will have the accounts created and everything. So mm-hmm. when we came back in a week, she said, I think Sweetheart Mia will just fit you. And it does. And <laughs> here you go. Yeah, see, that's what I'm, that, see, that yeah, is she, what I she am. Just had a, she just had an eye for it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people tell me like, oh my God, your name suits you so well. <laughs> yes, because you are a sweetheart. Oh, you. You're a very sweetheart. Now, the other question I wanted to ask is how how did you come up with how you brand yourself and how important is branding to you? And what have you done towards that? Branding is very important. And I think um, I always try to show people that I'm friendly and they can approach me to talk to me, to ask me anything they want or they need. Um, and I think as if I'm making myself available, they will not be scared to approach me and say, look, I would love to, you know, for you to make a custom video for me or stuff like that. Mm. And uh, branding, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just doing me. I don't know if I'm doing it right or not. Well, well, you're doing it right from what I see because you caught my attention. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So let me finish out this show, and then I'm going to call you for some aftercare. Sure. And um, we're good to go. So life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming by, Miss Lady. Looking to bring you back for another episode. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Bye.